Hello and welcome to Virago Voices podcast, podcast number eight, a bonus episode. This podcast is all about women's empowerment. I'm so excited to be back and doing podcasts again, particularly the Virago um, interviewing ones. Uh, today's podcast is a super special bonus episode and it's entitled Laura. I met Laura through Instagram, where we connected over a mutual interest in women's empowerment. Again, like a lot of the other women I interview, we've never actually met in person, but we clicked immediately over social media. Firstly, for being Northern Irish, a little treat for your ears today, and also over a love of entrepreneurship and, of course, feminism. My friend Laura is inspirational. She is a badass business lady, feminist, and also a mummy to two amazing kids. She is currently creating a ladies' clothing brand called Female Silhouette, with the aim to inspire and motivate women by providing messages of unapologetic self-love. Her brand not only aims to make women feel amazing in the bodies that they're in, but aims to remind ladies to chase their dreams. From Laura, I learned persistence. I'm so inspired by her story and I'm sure you will be too. I love watching her brand grow on Instagram and I cannot wait to see the line of clothing that she launches. Her brand is so authentic with a real sense of purpose and heart. It is a true inspiration to all of us to chase our dreams no matter how big they are. Make sure you give her a follow on Instagram to keep up with her news. I hope you enjoy our conversation with the Virago that is Laura. Hi Laura, how are you? I'm all good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. And I'm so excited to be here, like I'm thankful for you asking me to be on, Um, thank you. No, not at all, and I'm excited that we have... um, a fellow Irish woman on the podcast. Um, I think this is the first for the podcast to have um, Double Trouble Irish on, so this will be a good episode. Oh, good. Us Irish women, we always have to stick together, we do. <laughs> exactly, and we know how to chat, so that's a whole problem. <laughs> um, so should we get started on to the first question? Um, so what are your life goals? So my life goals... Um, as you, well, I don't know if you've heard of this, but they always say never talk about your goals, but talk about your dreams. So I'm not going to give you away my goals. <laughs> um, <laughs> so my dreams really, um, my big dream really is to, and I know this might be a bit far-fetched, but really I have recently found my purpose and and that really transcends in my business. And what I want to do is really to empower women as I want them to evolve and be the best versions of themselves um, and doing this bit through self-love. And I just think this is a big dream of mine, like through me doing my own work on myself and finding my own purpose, it's really empowered me. And I would like the feeling that I have in myself, like I just feel 
that lost anymore like I now know what my mission is and I just want other women to actually feel that as well so that would be a big dream of mine um to inspire other women and then the other one have would be to be financially free (laughs) do not worry about money and travel the world with my family and my friends and uh my kids of course and they have um, fun and exciting adventures and one-off uh, experiences. So that's kind of like my big dreams that I really want. Yeah, no, I love them. Um, in terms of, well, first question is um, in terms of, you know, you talk about travel. Um, if you were completely financially free, where is the first place you'd like to go and travel to? Bali. Oh, Nice ballet definitely I've been there before and oh it's so beautiful like the people are so lovely there like um just so nice you just feel so at ease and so accommodating and so peaceful there and so beautiful it's just really relaxed and I would really love to go there with um my kids um yeah no definitely that would be the first place yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Um, and then yeah, next is I absolutely love your kind of talking about your purpose. Um, and you know, your purpose is to empower women to be the best versions of themselves. Um <clears throat> how do you think, you know, first off, how you how would you go about that? So it do you know what? It's taken me years. Um to understand what um, business I wanted to create. Like I've done various jobs through my life, self or through employment and also self-employment, but I never ever had that fulfillment. I always knew that there was something more and I really couldn't touch on it. I didn't know what it was. And it was only until Corona happened. It actually made me stop. And it's kind of been, I know it's, the worst time but it's actually been a blessing in my sense is that it's allowed me to work on myself and look at my journey and see what I've gained from that so in my gains that I can hopefully inspire others and give them some direction and that really takes me on to my business um I am currently in the process of building a brand, a female silhouette, and it is a clothing brand. But within this brand, my mission is to empower women through self-love and for them to understand their self-worth and um, to dream big and go for them. And I hope through doing this business and whenever, you know, it is through clothing that I can share content, obviously share my life story and through me doing, through my journey and seeing me progress on my dreams and finding myself and knowing my worth and love for myself that I can inspire and motivate others. Yeah, I love that. And I love, I love the brand direction, you know, empowering women through self-worth, I think, and self-love. I think that's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Um, and I'm really excited to see your brand grow. Um, I know, are you kind of in the early stages? Is that right? Yeah, it's the early stages stages at the minute. So um, currently we're just finalising. Well, the designs 
are more or less finalized. So we're speaking to a manufacturer tomorrow and going through fabrics and stuff. So mm-hmm. it is really, really exciting. It's so <laughs> surreal. Um, and I know I briefly spoke off this recording to you about purpose, but like since I've stopped, and I know I've spoken a wee bit about it here, since I've stopped and really understood my journey and my life's challenges, and realizing what my purpose is and building that as my mission, you know, going on in life. I swear, like the amount, it's nearly so surreal that things are just going so fast because it's nearly that it's that's what it's meant to be. Yeah. No, that's so lovely. So no, so I'm really excited. Everything is just coming together perfectly. I know that there will be probably bumps on the way, but it's all learning and growing, isn't it? Yeah, no, massively. And have you always been um, interested in kind of fashion and clothing and things like that? Yeah, well, since a young age, yeah, I've always loved um, fashion. Not to say, like, have you seen photographs of me when I was younger? I was like, like a little scruff. <laughs> I just loved being outside. I was a bit of a tomboy. Um, but you know, I, I just remember, you know, when you would have watched the kids series, it, like, um, who was it? It was like Tia and Tamara. And see, you're younger than me, so you wouldn't get it. Mm-hmm. But I loved seeing the fashion and I loved a Christmas time because that's when you got your best outfits. It was like a Christmas time and Easter time. And that's when you got like the outfit that you wanted to wear and have it styled. And I just loved it. And I think it's always been a part of me um, through my life. I've always been commented on my fashion and um, I did have a small boutique uh, in Derry, um, which was also a good place for me to see what I wanted, you know, to grow from that. So yeah, it's always been there. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And I love how that kind of, you know, fashion design, like fashion defines you. And I think that's really lovely then that now you're using Aye. fashion to help other people define themselves. Completely, because fashion is an expression. Um, I know that we have trends and people follow trends, but really fashion is an expression of you. And that's something that that I want um, that I'm trying to um, show within my brand, like it is to love self, um, to love your individuality, and through the collection that I'm designing, it's it will be pieces that they can express themselves individually um, and style that their own way. That's so cool. I love that. I'm so excited to see. I know, I don't, I know, and I don't want to give too much away either because, like. Um, you want to keep that suspense too. Um, yeah, absolutely. Of it. Yeah, no, I'm gonna be definitely following and making sure that I see all your announcements. Um, so going back to kind of starting your business, um, I a lot of what you said really resonated with me personally, and I'm sure other people will feel the same. You know what you said about you never really knew your purpose and you knew there was something more for you, but you know, you could never put your finger on it. I really Mm -hmm. do feel like that myself. Um, And I was just wondering what kind of advice would you give to women who felt like that? 
Oh, it's a, it's a really tough one because, like, when you do, I think in the society that we live in, not currently, because I think with Corona, it's really helped a lot of people slow down. It's made them stop. Um, but I think the only my message would be to women if they feel anything inside listen to their bodies your body as a signal listen to your body and if you've got instinct ask the questions because that feeling is there for a reason and we have to question ourselves and allow yourself to stop take yourself away from the hecticness anything that's bringing you down you know you feel it in your body and it's time to start asking them questions and as scary as it is and maybe keep on putting it off but it's making that time because they really understand you. And I think through understanding you and listening to yourself and what you really want to do, then you will find your way, if that makes sense. Because we grew up in a society, like we go to primary school, we go, we're in education, and we have to follow these, not trends, but how would you say it? We follow the this path that's been already created for us and then I think when we get to an age then that we like we leave school and it's like what do we do now because nobody has created that path for us so we don't know what to do and we don't know ourselves because we've been taught what way we have to be and it's you're so lost but yet you're trying to be you want to be included in a society like you know with your friends you want to you want to feel a part of something so I don't think you ever get that time to really find who you are yeah no I think that's so true that like it's just being able to take time to learn who you are and what you are and what you like and what you don't like I think that's really important completely and I know that sounds like how do I do that because <laughs> like how the hell do I do that but it's about having the right people that are there um they're obviously specialized in this area and they kind of can probably guide you um I know like that have an understanding of how to guide you how to find yourself but obviously the it has to be the right people Mm, yeah absolutely and I guess that leads us really nicely on to what advice would you give 16 year old you oh dear I actually was really I know you kind of prompted me before this like and I really this question really shook me and it's mad to think of how I was when I was 16 like my god I was like so vulnerable and like and I just it just really got me like if I was to get in a time machine and go back and see myself I just think I would give myself a massive hug and just say because it is at that time where you're leaving school you just don't know who you are and what you're meant to be doing and I think through my childhood like I was just obviously lost then but I would give myself a massive hug I would just tell her that she's beautiful and that she's going to be, that she's an amazing woman and that the journey is going to be tough. You know, it will be tough. There will be ups and there will be downs and tell her not to worry or be afraid and trust the journey. 
and to keep her fun-loving self and don't change for anybody. And an important one I would say to myself would be to choose only people who deserve her and that will respect her and understand her. No, I love that. That made me really emotional. I am actually trying not to cry. I think when I was writing that I was, and I was like, I can't do this on the podcast. Oh, no, that, that actually really, I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I guess I I'm, I've completely understand where you're coming from because, and that's exactly why I wrote the question. Because for me, I think 16 was such a time of vulnerability. And I think that you've hit the nail on the head. I just at your at, at sixteen, just like you said, I was exactly the same. So vulnerable, hadn't a clue who I was. You know, was constantly trying to fit into this world where I couldn't see myself or envision myself, and yeah, constantly trying to change yourself and trying to trying to be this person that you think everyone will like. Yeah, and actually, you know, that's not who. You, we were you know exactly because we've been programmed to be something else that we're not (laughs) yeah yeah and I think I don't know if it's I don't know if it was growing up in Northern Ireland or or what but I really felt like there was a lot of societal pressure and it's probably the same everywhere but Northern Ireland's particularly bad for that don't you think in what way do you mean I just think I think like the way our society is built there is complete. I mean, and when I go home, I live in, in London now, but when I go home, things are always a lot, things are a lot different, you know, right. how people think and how, you know, even though yeah, because we live in a small type village. I know we live in cities and stuff, but it is very small village type. Is that what you mean? Yeah, and everyone knows everyone, and it's, yeah, it's a really hard place to grow up. And I always try to explain that to people. Like I do, kind of get what you're at, and I suppose you don't really understand that until you go away. Yeah, like how small and like obviously. We've grown up in with, and I don't want to go on and speak about religion and stuff like that, but obviously you have that side of it. And then when you do go to the likes of like London and stuff, and that's just not an issue at all. And I suppose that's what you've been grown up with. And when you go outside, it's like, my God, it's actually, you know, I can love outside of that. Yeah. I don't have to be constrained by that. Like, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's completely what I meant. That, mm. Yeah. Uh, no, but it does, it does, your society does mold you. But that really brings me back to it's about stopping and having that time for you and really going back to when they say, I read this, I can't remember what book it was. It says that go back to when you were seven years of age, like that was when you were at your purest form. Like, what did you enjoy doing then? Think about things you love to do, how you connected. And that's where 
your purpose or what you should be doing lies around then if that would make sense or maybe um, that's, that's something you want to think about <laughs> yeah no I think that's so sweet because I think that's when a time when you were really innocent and you weren't influenced by society and you weren't like oh I can't do this because of this reason or that reason or because I'm a woman or because of where I am in society I really like that I uh, so that's something they think about. <laughs> uh, I think when I was seven, I probably wanted to be either prime minister or a rocket scientist. <laughs> yeah, and why not? It's still you're still able to. There's no nothing. The sky is the limit. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> well, maybe there's still time. There's still time. Still time. Because I think back when I was seven, like I just loved being so free. I loved. I remember when we were out playing in the street, like I loved, you know, the way you would have played, like I know my age is completely different to you, so I don't know if these are the things you would have done, but like I remember playing games and creating different games and getting everyone involved and I just loved the connection between your friends and seeing what they were doing. I just loved all that and I suppose there's that element now with my business and obviously the likes of this, this podcast is connecting with different people and seeing what they're doing and you know really inspiring and being free because the world is such a big place I don't know we're confined in one spot at the minute but it's such a big place to connect with and go on adventure we don't have to be at one place yeah no I love that and yeah we we definitely we used to play outside and you know we didn't have like internet or anything so we just like had to play outside because that's all there was to do and it was brilliant wasn't it it was it was so fun and I guess yeah that's so right like you had to talk to everyone because you know whoever lived near you was had to be your friend because there was nothing else to do and there was no constrictions you didn't think about it you just did it yeah no absolutely your mind was so free yeah you can really do that now like don't let your mind rule you yeah no that's so true I love that actually Mm. Uh, so last question because I um we covered that one really well actually Um, (laughs) uh, what does being a woman mean to you so being a woman, um, I have only recently understood what it is to be a woman. And it all comes back to me discovering myself and working on myself, uh, looking at who I am as a woman. And I think to be a woman, not to be a woman, um, every woman, every woman is strong and powerful. And I don't think all women actually realize this and I think it's until you actually look within and really see who you are that you're able to see your superpowers as they say like how powerful that you actually are and like if you really look at all your skills and your character and understand who you are so then how you can control it and and you know be it in the world like we are women are so strong and powerful and we're also healers and we're creators and most of all 
we're leaders <laughs> like we like I'm a mother I have two children and I guess that was a big um awakening for me too I really seen what it was to be a woman when I became a mother like my two little babies depend on me you know I am their leader not their leader mm-hmm. I don't order them about like but you know what I mean yeah. um but you know, I created these two little miracles and like they rely on me so much and I provide them with love and I heal them and like, and that's what it is to be a woman. We're so loving. Um, but yet we have to believe in our strengths and see our own power. Yeah, no, I love that. And I, I often think, you know, we have, there's so much power in women and I'm so so like for that that you know women are so amazing like you've said and the fact that we can create life is just incredible but Uh I often think that those qualities that you've described like being healers creators being loving are almost devalued by society and you know leaders are supposed to be loud and not loving and blah 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 like basically what a man is completely that's harsh because all men aren't like that but you know what I mean there's this very set definition of what a strong person should be and women aren't often included in that and I think that's what we should change in society the fact that you know women have all these amazing qualities and they should be valued yeah and but the thing is women like because I've read some of this I'm not an expert on it but I'm just talking from what I've read like women are that you know feminine and we carry that feminine energy you know that creative the free-flowing energy and I think I remember reading the book um it was authenticity to be a queen by Dina V and she speaks about how the feminine energy is on the rise like women are starting to realize their own powers and their strengths and we're now on the rise now like I'm realizing this and we're going for more opportunities and realizing our rights and and she also talks about um how years back like women were condemned like back when you know women were seen as witches because they created as seen as potions but these were actually healing um medicines and it was seen as like witch you know witching practice yeah and that was all really condemned and seen bad so all the feminine energy was taken away and women and there's a lot more as you're aware like women have always been you know pushed aside and as you say men that masculine energy has always been the energy to be sought after you know that um organized really forceful energy but I think you know, women and women and their femininity is on is rising, but that and I suppose that's why I want to give my message for women to really stop and love and see their worth because whenever we channel in their strengths, we're unstoppable. We're massively, and I love that. I love that we're. I love firstly calling it feminine energy. I think that's really beautiful because I think the fact that we're starting to value feminine energy is good for both males and females because feminine energy doesn't mean that you're it's not necessarily a female trait it's not necessarily belongs to females they're just 
traits that women possess more of and actually that benefits men too because it means that men can be loving and that will be valued they don't have to be aggressive and this masculine energy and I love you know the, the reference to witches is amazing because you know have you heard the quote like all of all of us like feminist women are are the witches that were never that they didn't kill because you're right that energy was taken away and I think the power of women you know trying to discover themselves was removed when they started you know witch hunts and because women were terrified because they obviously die completely um so it's really exciting I know and it's just and I suppose like the masculine energy really balances the feminine energy like because whenever I was doing my work on myself and I know I keep on talking back to my own experience but this is the only way that I can explain it no it's great it's just that I really looked within myself and what I was doing and I was really focusing on and I didn't realize it was masculine energy like I needed to control you know the environment around me and I wasn't allowing myself my creative flow I wasn't allowing that feminine side you know to come out um and I suppose but there was other areas where I had a complete (laughs) just you know, feminine flow, but I suppose once that's perfectly balanced, you know, the power in itself that that can give and, you know, to move forward also with that balanced energy, um, you know, it's great. Yeah, no, massively, I think. Yeah, no, I love when you talk about your own experiences because I think it's really important because, you know, that's kind of what we want to draw out but yeah no I think that you know focusing on the balance of those two energies is really important yeah um yeah wow well that's been such a good conversation um and it's lovely to hear that you know this time of uncertainty and kind of for a lot of you know being locked down and not being able to leave the house I'm glad that this has given you the time and space that you've needed to be able to find your purpose and find your direction and set up your business so I'm really I'm so happy for you that this is you know such a positive has come out of what may have been a negative I uh, know I did like I am truly grateful and like I know there is a lot of sadness going on but I suppose we just I know we can't we can't control the outer side world we only can really control what's within our own confinement so and that's the way I've looked at it so um and that's what's you know um I focused on what I can you know improve in my own yeah area. no it's, it's so, lovely it's, it's really yeah. positive and really inspiring for other people who are listening to the podcast to take away thank you um any last words Laura no, I just want to say thank you so much, uh, VK. It's been lovely being on. Um, definitely an experience as I've never <laughs> done this before. So no, I just really want to thank you and I just really wish you the best um, in your future with this as well. It's brilliant. So it is, it really is. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for being on and just like sharing your heart with us. I think, you know, all the things you've said really you know hit me quite hard and and really inspired me and I'm sure everyone listening will feel the same so thank you so much for kind of being on and your vulnerability that's been really beautiful um oh, thank you fun. so thank yeah you so 
thank you so much again and um yeah we look forward to um seeing what your clothing brand has for us in the next couple of years and i'm really excited to see it grow and feel very privileged to get to speak to you at this point thank you oh it's all exciting (laughs) (laughs) no thank you no problem Mm -hmm.